0: You will be forced to live against your will, maybe. <laughs> because I think medical technology advancements is really amazing these it days. It is, it is. Yes. Yes.
1: Today, I'm lucky to have a longtime friend. He's been involved in many of the different issues we've had here at the club. Yeah, yeah. Sada has been a real integral part of this club for many years, and we're happy to have someone like him. His basic business is the healthcare industry. He's worked not not only here, but also in the U.S., and I would even venture to say outside of that, I think he's doing something with Belgium, too. Am I correct? Yes, I am. Let's see, we're gonna find (laughs) out. See, you did not do my homework, huh?
0: Yeah, yeah, you did, yes.
1: (laughs) Anyway, let's meet Sada. How you doing? I'm doing fine. Thank you for having me here. I Thank you for coming. It. it took it took a little arm twisting, didn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it did. Because
0: you. <laughs> your, your last email was very persuasive that I feel worth it. So uh, I'm here. <laughs> Most definitely. So let's start off with where were you born? I was born in the city of Kushiro, Kushiro. Hokkaido, the eastern part of uh, Hok- uh, Hokkaido Island. Okay. And uh, the reason I was born there was that uh, my mother's hometown is even east of that small town called Kirita. Uh, Kirita. Yeah.
1: Now I might have been around there. I ride my motorcycle around
0: Hokkaido a lot. Yeah.
1: Isn't that the area where they have a lot of horses? Yeah, horses. Or is that a little <laughs> bit further? <laughs> yeah. Cause Let me just
0: f- you know the, the the reason I was born there is my father was in commercial fishery company, major ones. Okay. So then Kushiro was the major. Uh, fishing port when I was born in back in the early 1950s. Okay. So then my father was on the ship, many parts of the, world, uh, the, uh, the majority part of the year. So when my mother get pregnant, he went back to his hometown, uh, her hometown, to give my birth because she, she'd be supported by her parents and the families. So that's why I was born in Kushiro. but th- that's only the birthplace because the home was actually in Tokyo. <laughs> so after birth, my mother came back to Tokyo and then stayed at the home in Tokyo. Your father is also from Hokkaido? No, actually, my father is from Narita, Chiba. Narita, Chiba, yeah. okay, and so very close to Yeah, him. he's a graduate of uh, the equi- equivalent of uh, West Point in Japan. Are you the only child? No, I have a brother, seven years younger than me.
1: Okay. Yes. You guys aren't close, are you? Uh, not really. But right. yeah. it's hard. Yeah. After keep in touch. Yes. The reason yeah. why I say that is because yeah. after three years, yeah. unless the parents promote it, there's a big gap, because your friends are different. Everything else. Yeah. Two years you can stay friends. Seven years, he's just a <laughs> pest. Yeah, yeah. He bothers <laughs> you. You know, after a while, he starts yeah, bothering.
0: Yeah, actually, you know, uh, if, with a seven years difference. You don't have a fight. <laughs> no, it's not a fight. How can it be a fight? You're yeah, always bigger yeah. than him. So I, I feel like I was born like my only, you know, The boy. only child. And right. then also he was saying that he was the only child. So it's kind of spoiled. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So your father graduated from the, the west point of Japan. Yeah, we call it the ko, it's which is the west point of Japan. But okay. uh, he didn't go to the war because he, before, even just before graduation, the war ended. Okay. so, uh, so he som- old yeah, somehow you know he decided to made his career in the fisheries food industry to help Japanese uh, sort of economy after world war ii
1: but what did he do while he was in there was he on the boats or was he yeah, i was a bo- th-
0: on the board uh, initially with a northern uh, sea for hunting for um, salmon trout kind of things but uh, later on I cannot say to the Americans, but uh, he was in the commercial uh, whaling. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, you know, (laughs) Uh, but actually the commercial whaling helped Japanese population quite a lot until probably late 60s. And um, when I was uh, become like 13, 14 years old, he's always on the mission to the Southern Hemisphere, leaving Tokyo around, uh, say, October. Did you know what he was doing then? Yeah, yeah, because he sent me all the pictures and all these uh, letters. So he
1: kept you really informed of his business and how he was doing it. So when did you feel like you really started knowing what your father was doing? How old were you when that happened? Um,
0: Actually, I was very proud of him doing that commercial wedding because uh, it's a kind of unusual life. Uh, compared to the other uh, people that uh, in that time, like nineteen fifties, so I was really proud of telling the story of my father what's doing to my classmates and my friends. And you lived in Tokyo then? Yeah, yeah I was living in Tokyo. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So
1: where did you live in Tokyo? Where in Tokyo?
0: Uh, we moved around a little bit, but uh, initially, my memory starts from Itabashi. Okay. And then moved to Shinmaruko which is Kawasaki. Okay. And then. Uh, Actually, my emotional attachment is with Meguroku uh, <laughs> Gohongi because... Uh, <laughs> how, old, how old were you then? I was like uh, fourth grade, five, fifth grade, sixth grade. Um, but you know, I had a very good teacher in that class. So our class is very tightly knitted and I kept in touch even to now. So uh, we have 36 member of the class, two passed away. but. When we call, let's get the Class reunion. we get 30 people. From elementary <laughs> school? Yeah, elementary <laughs> school. So tell me a little bit, what
1: were the streets like then? Where, there were some main streets, but you had a lot of still um, Jarimichi, right?
0: No, no, no. No, they they stay, everything they, they was pretty you much made. go paid. to uh, uh, the station called the Yutenji Rakugei Daigaku, then it just, you know, it changed. But uh, I think all these ambience there was, uh, stayed the same, almost the same. So, what about you about know, tr- my classmates running a tofu shop, and they still st- running a tofu shop. And uh, also, <laughs> there's a lot of uh, vendors and shops that I saw at the time still st- exist there. So, uh,
1: but, but some things did change because, of course, it modernized so quick. Like you used to have, I'm sure you had, didn't they have the railway? I don't know if you remember that one. Yeah, when yeah, they yeah. Because the, the Toyoko line the
0: was elevated because when I went to the okay. school, uh, Toyoko line was on the ground and there's a uh, humikiri. But... Uh, uh, afterwards, just now I elevated and uh, a lot of uh, uh, shops around there, but uh, it, it, it's a quite, quite a change though. So what was it like for you
1: growing up? You had your friends. You guys were really close. What are some of the things you did?
0: Well, you know, we did, we played and uh, we flipped the scotch with the girls in the school like that. say? <laughs> <laughs> did you do? What, what, say, wait, say, wait, take, take, tell me again. What you do? <laughs> <laughs> I cannot say that, but <laughs> you know, when I was kids, you just see girls and just flip the scar and sees <laughs> those uh, bad kids around. So people uh, really did that. You did that, <laughs> I <huh>? did. <laughs>
1: so, yeah, so but we we
0: still hang around these guys. <laughs> did all you, Did all
1: your classmates? When you say classmates, of course, it's all the boys together. Boys together, yes, but also some
0: girls together too. Oh really? Uh, yeah.
1: Because But still, it was kind of separate. The boys played with the boys, the girls played with the well,
0: girls. Well, that play-wise, I, when I was there, I mean, in, in the kids, the boys play boys and girls played boys. But I think there's some kind of group that we kind of formed, so uh, it was nice. Were you more academic or were you more sports-minded in Sugar? Oh, I did both. Really? Mm-hmm. I was uh, reasonably good in, in academics and also good in athletic too. In sports, what were your favorite sports? Baseball. What, what, what position? Catcher. You like to be a nurse? <laughs> That's really yeah, because my father was when he, sh- he was in college, he was a baseball player and he was a catcher. So he <laughs> you influenced me. really loved me.
1: Your Oh, wow.
0: I love baseball. I love baseball. So <laughs> your
1: father taught you how to be a
0: good catcher too, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's how to catch and how to sort of position yourself and then throw the ball quick to the second base kind of things. <laughs> so, you know, I never thought about being young again, but One thing I want to be back again is that I get young and then play baseball.
1: You love that? that Yeah, yeah.
0: I really wanted to do that one. I just wanted to become young and then play baseball again.
1: (laughs) How long did you play baseball?
0: Well, until um, uh, high school, but uh, I went to a very academic oriented school, a Catholic school. So uh, the athletic was not really stressed you know uh, there's a baseball club but we did uh, yeah, kind of baseball <laughs> so uh, and also soft nansuki uh, it's a soft uh, ball baseball Softball, yes, yes. Right, right. not so really hard ball so right, um, it wasn't
1: overhand it was underhand throw uh, right. right but
0: uh, i really wanted to do a uh, uh, hard ball baseball but the school didn't allow it so mm. because we have a school that is very small and uh, at that time the school was uh, rugby mm. and soccer was the two sports that they promoted so mm. baseball was
1: <laughs> the back seat. Yeah. So you stopped after you got into college or high school? No,
0: actually, I didn't play in college. Okay. So I just stopped playing baseball when I was in high school. In high yeah. school. All right. What about academically? What were some of the subjects you really liked? I liked the history and then uh, uh, Japanese, uh, the Kokugo. Uh, how do you say that uh, in English? I don't know. Uh, it's uh,
1: Kokugo. Kokugo history, is history, uh, right?
0: You know, history, but also the Kokugo is the the uh, Japanese study. Okay. Meaning. Uh, like say u- when you are U S US, you have an uh, English okay literature 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 okay I I like Japanese literature, literature and the history and uh,
1: what did you like about the history that what fascinated you
0: It is uh, because I think you you learn many things which we've never experienced, but uh, how it makes uh, understand how say Japanese modern Japan is being made from the ancient ages because also the accumulation of all things that our ancestors did and then make current japan so uh, it's uh, it's a fascinating subject that i like to learn also world history as well because uh, it's uh, japanese history is also interconnected with the uh, world history as well because like back in 1916 16th, 17th century there's a lot of uh, Thing that happened in the in the world, but I think if you look at the Japan history, Japan's only history to to sort of uh, evolve evolution of the history, but it's also connected to the 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 all, this, all those all sorts of things happening in Europe, and also, for example, like say all the European uh, superpowers are, are navigating into uh, India and in Asia, and then Catholics and uh, also the Protestants and then those are really affecting Japanese history as well so it's uh, kind of enlightening to learn this
1: but it's very interesting you being Japanese and going to a Catholic school
0: yeah why did your parents decide
1: to put you in a Japanese
0: I mean okay, a Catholic okay. school so it makes a long story short uh, my father moved from Tokyo to Kyushu when uh, I was graduating from elementary to the junior high school. Oh, so you weren't in Tokyo then? I was in Tokyo, at, at the, like I said, uh, in Meguro. Right, but he, uh, But m- and then, after, uh, right around the time that I was getting 13 years old, getting into junior high school, my father moved to Kyushu.
1: You mean you went with him? Yeah. Everyone went to Kyushu. A,
0: a, 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 the entire family moved to Kyushu. Okay. Because, uh, you know, at that time, the commercial wearing was going down, but uh, my father was a refrigeration, refrigeration engineer. So he was able to switch his career into the frozen food industry in the same company. So he was appointed as a plant manager of the frozen food in Kyushu. So family moved. And then I was kind of bullied in the school because I don't speak the dialect. <laughs> <laughs> and also I'm a kind of sophisticated, uh, good looking boy. They ca- they call you called you fancy boy or something. <laughs> so I, I just bullied and then I told my father I cannot sustain myself in this environment said okay then there's a good boarding school there in Kagoshima so but it's a very tough school so if you can get in then I can support you so I studied a lot and then I get in from what the age? What six, age? Uh, 14 years old yeah so, uh, but I just, you know, I feel like I was bullied.
1: So, <laughs> did you, how'd you keep in contact with your buddies that you're still, in, the ones that were here in uh, Tokyo? Yeah, you know, how'd you uh, keep yeah, in I contact just, with them? write letters, yes. and then also. How long would it take for you to get the letters? Just take it back some, how long <laughs> yeah.
0: would it take? Uh, the, the letter? Yeah, That's when you were yeah, They're very responsive, but I think, the, 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 let me tell you the story, because okay. I get into the school when I was 14, then one year later, later he, my father moved back to Tokyo. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to sort of, you know, every time it's a summer break, spring break, I have to go back to Tokyo. So that's why I can keep my friend, uh, the relationship with my friends. My friends here.
1: <laughs> oh, wait, but you still had to go to school in Kyushu. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I. So your mother stayed there with you and your brother. No, no. I was in in a, in a dorm. Well, this isn't a boarding school, is it? It's boarding school. Yes. The one you were bullied in was a boarding school. No, no, no. Okay, okay wait. So I'm getting okay, confused. Okay, okay, okay so. Wait.
0: Wait. Uh the the my family moved to Kyushu means uh, Fukuoka, Fukuoka, Fukuoka. 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 That's where you moved to. Moved to. Then uh, was the timing from elementary school to junior high school? So right, I okay. was uh, one year in a public uh, junior high school. Right, where they bullied you because you didn't speak Kyushu Ben. <laughs> so, 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 so. so. <laughs> and also, I'm a good-looking boy from Tokyo. Played piano, and, and, and gu- the girls guns like, are and so all the excited. girls liked you, right? <laughs> all the girls liked you, and these guys uh, <laughs> Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Then All the other guys said, yeah, who is, is this guy? Let's just touch him. <laughs> so, uh, I just, I, 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 literally, I was bullied <laughs> by those guys. Okay. So I uh, complained and then he's my father said there's a good boarding school in, in Kagoshima, just three, four hours away down south. If you can get in, then I can support you. Okay. It's a very tough school, but uh, uh, it's a v- prep, prep school type of good. Still uh, maintain reputation.
1: Who were they prepping you for? Huh? What, what were they popular for? Like what kind of students came from there? What were their strongest um, fields or areas? At that
0: time, uh, n- number of uh, students admitted to tokyo university oh they were oh, the- oh i Georgia got it university. it was a good
1: to get them in todai so, so. or, todai, the todai or, or medical
0: school uh-huh. yes yeah. as those it, i think at that time they Or like you went yeah, to. yeah yeah yeah. they say is uh, for example probably 50 60 70 students go to todai uh, still i think they've changed a little bit but uh, nowadays they send many kids to uh, a medical school so uh but I was not a good student academically in that school, though. Okay. <laughs> I was kind of bottom, but <laughs> but I was away from bullying, <laughs> and also I had a very good teacher there too. And also mm-hmm. I have I had a, v- a privilege to be acquainted with a very bright, uh, good uh, uh, classmates.
1: Um, also, which helped to motivate you because it is yes, yes. yes,
0: because uh, you know a few of them really made uh, to the top like. One of my classmates is the the chairm- uh, CEO and chairman of the board of Yamaha Corporation, <sighs> and uh, also. You keep in contact with him. Yeah, yeah, because okay. we get we get together. Actually, like uh, just just two months ago, we had the uh, fiftieth uh, class reunion in in Ibusuki, and he came. And also the other person uh, that I uh, again proud of being his classmate is uh, uh, the the the. Chief Prosecutor who arrested Horie Mon, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, and uh, also like one year senior uh, chairman of the board of uh, JR Kyushu, one year junior chairman of the board of uh, All Nippon Airways. Those those are the kind of people people that that, uh, come. So I'm I'm really proud of. They inspired me to be here. So I'm not really that good, but uh, you know, it's uh, I've seen. All the geniuses and uh, all these uh, uh, very uh, matured when young age. And then they have, you know, the amazing maturity that they achieve when they are 13, 14, 15 years. And they haven't changed. The same way. Yeah. So uh, they really inspired me, along with other teachers that they just, uh, also the, the Catholic brothers on campus, they are really also influential. You never had to deal with any of the sisters, no. It was all boys' school. Uh, yeah. All boys' school. All boys' schools. Yes, and at uh, that time, it's uh, French Canadians uh, because the school is uh, originally from France, and then Japan, and uh, the rest of the Asia is part of the uh, uh, the um, the headquarters based in Montreal, Canada. Okay. So. So that's
1: why y- they had English. They
0: spoke English. English and also before my gr- uh, age was the French was also taught in the school, but the French was dropped because it's French-Canadian. So uh, most of the the brothers are either Japanese or French-Canadians. Right, and they had to all
1: speak English. Yeah. Okay. So that's where you got your English, basically. Yeah, because I was this so uh,
0: exposed to English uh, when I was early age. Right. So uh, I was right. probably lucky.
1: Were you the only one in your family? Your father didn't speak? Or did your mother? No, your brother. No, 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 no.
0: I think my, my father a little bit, but because, because he traveled around the globe, actually to the southern, southern hemisphere mm-hmm. for the commercial waiting missions mm-hmm. to South Africa, uh, Australia. Because uh, for the commercial whaling at that time, the basis for those uh, uh, commercial whaling fleet was uh, Durban, Cape Town, and also the Perth, and also the Falkland Island. He uh, yeah. Wow, yeah, those are the where basis all the seagulls are. Yeah, those are <laughs> the basis for the commercial uh, whaling fleets from three or four major fisheries companies. Were you Japan. ever able
1: to go with your father? No. Were you ever said, to
0: go to, go on in the ships? Uh, I've, I've, I've gone to his ship. Uh, he The ship arrived to Kobe and then the, the ship was ferried to the dock for the repair. Then I rode one day from Kobe to the dock.
1: How, <laughs> how old were you when that happened? Do you remember your age at that
0: time? I was uh, probably 10, 12, 13 years old, yes. It was fun, yes.
1: And did he take you around the ship and show you the yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah. Did yeah, you yeah, do everything? Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah.
0: yeah and he had a huge room because he was the office uh, he was really the officer of the ship so um it was his ship no no
1: uh, but he was one of the officers on the ship yeah because he was
0: from the company so it's not not officially he's not uh, uh, in the operation of the the ship because he's not a captain he's not the first officer but uh, he's responsible for actually his ship was entirely refrigeration because after they were is catched, processed, and then packed, and then frozen, bring back to Tokyo. So again, he was a refrigeration engineer. So he is responsible for the entire ship of the refrigeration operation, not the operation of the ship.
1: Okay. <laughs> your, is your father still with us now?
0: No, he passed away two years ago.
1: Two years ago? Yeah. yeah. So how old was he when he passed?
0: Ninety-six-seven. He lived a good
1: yeah, life. Yeah, he did.
0: Oh, your mother? Uh, pass away oh. yeah before your father or after after his father yeah
1: oh, wow they lived a good life yeah, yeah yeah
0: both of them moved to the 90s so uh, you know so but you have some time to go yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you have
1: some time to go <laughs> I, I <laughs> a know. handsome say se- you can you can still soon some <laughs> of these women <laughs> Whatever, you have
0: some time. yeah I, actually you know, you know we are in the medical industry so I know how they they the quickly the medical technology is advancing so uh, you know you ha- you will be l- Forced to live <laughs> against your will, maybe because <laughs> I think medical technology advancements is really amazing these it days. It is, it yeah. is. Actually, the, the the what I the way I feel is that uh, the legal, ethical, religious uh, considerations are not really up to speed with the advancement of the medical technology. there's, there's a huge gap between the medical technology advancements versus legal, social, religious sort of uh, thoughts. So uh, you know those, uh, those social system needs to be quickly catch up. Otherwise, we we'll see some issues in, in the okay. near future. Yeah. What made you
1: decide out of high school to go to Waseda? Uh, because that's the only
0: school <laughs> that I could be admitted. <laughs> yeah, To be frank with you, I, I, you I, wanted to go to I really wanted to go to Todai because I did wanted to play baseball. Uh, because Osaka well, has a team, I know. But you know, they they, they have owned their selection that they pick all these good players from <laughs> all, all over Japan. Oda is the only uh, national university where so they good. they don't do any special selection of the players. Right. They admit students by only academic regular, uh, st- uh, standard. And then people wanted to go to a baseball club, they can join the baseball club. They can play. So that's the only way I could go to the Big Six. So I thought about going to uh, Tolai but uh, my brain boy didn't. Uh <laughs> you didn't make it. So
1: you were saying, would you major in uh,
0: uh, ho- uh, law? I was in law school.
1: You did four years,
0: or was four, it years, four years, four years at that time, and uh, I could. Uh, participate into a by exam but uh, the, at that time the passing rate of the by exam is probably one point one percent one point five percent as you know it's been changed a little bit these days but uh, it's um, it's no guarantee that it can get passed in one or two years after graduation. So I Did decide. your
1: father want you to go into law? Did your father want you to go into law? No, no, no,
0: that's my choice. Your choice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Either I want to go to either law or economist, but I think law is more, uh, I have more stronger interest in, in studying law, so I just went to law school,
1: yeah. yeah. More, I want to ask you about your mother.
0: What did she do? I know she took care of the house uh, and stuff, uh, but yeah. did she have she's any other profession? No, no, she's a housewife, and uh, she helped my father and my family, and uh, okay. yeah.
1: How do you remember her most? Like what she do with you that you remember the most? Oh she's
0: a beautiful lady and uh, uh, you know when I was a small child I was kinda weak and fragile I remember that and also the uh, the health wise I was not very strong and healthy because I was I remember I've been always kind of ill and then I I remember seeing uh, my family doctor quite often so I think she really um, worried about me at that time. Then the later on she became a bit stronger, disciplined me and uh, sort of distanced myself from her. Be yourself, be strong, <laughs> kind of.
1: <laughs> right, she would yeah. time to get out the nest. Yeah. She wanted you to fly. Uh, yeah,
0: and also uh, you know she probably felt very uh, responsibility of raising me in the right way while my father is away from home for a long time. So she had to be strict. Yeah, so uh, she strict and disciplined me.
1: Did you ever have a time when you remember being very hankoki? I think I,
0: I did some cookie and then I shut my mouth to my father, my father, and then I smoke and I drink a little bit when I was like a teenage boy, but...
1: Uh, and how did they respond to that? How did your parents react to that?
0: Actually, I was in... in, in boarding school. Boarding school, so <laughs> I was disciplined... <laughs> he never knew about it. Disciplined by the school. How, how did they discipline? <laughs> Suspended they me for w- a week.
1: <laughs> Where would you go if you are in the boarding school? Go home. <laughs> oh, they sent you home? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how did your father respond to that? Uh, Let's see, do you oh remember yeah. how was he really, really upset or your mother? Or?
0: Yeah, I, my father was really upset, but my mother was kind of silent, but my father was really upset and scolded me. <laughs> and did you feel
1: you did you take the scolding seriously? <laughs> I did, I did. So you didn't do that again? No, 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 no. It's interesting. <laughs> it was your little brother going nyan nyan was he happy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Uh-huh. So you finished you finished at Waseda.
0: Yeah. What was your first job? My first job is a pharmaceutical sales rep at a pharmaceutical company. How did you get that job? Well, actually, m- when I was getting a job, it's a second oil shock, so-called. So the job hunting was so tough. Is this 70s? Uh, it 1978. S- 70s. Yeah, 70s, yeah. So, uh, you know, my plan was to uh, get a nice job when I was a. Th- Third year in a college, and then just play around in the fourth year, but it didn't happen because because I always shocked So I was so uh, desperate uh, hunting a job until like uh, finishing uh, de- November, December in 1977. So uh, I visited, I interviewed many like 20, 25 companies, then just turned them down. What kind of all of them? Th- not the same type of companies. No, no, I just different type did, of companies. Didn't matter. Yeah. You yeah. just wanted a job. And then finally, I asked my father, I couldn't get a job could you help me and then he said you know he, he introduced me some his um, his uh, client company and uh, put me into the middle of the process of the interview process so uh, I said I will do anything <laughs> <laughs> I will do anything please <laughs> okay you said that okay I hire you then do a salesperson <laughs> sales. you're 22 22, yeah, 22 at yeah,
1: that time yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you had to go hit the pavement and go out there and sell yeah. how long did you do that three and
0: a half years what was it like for you yeah uh, uh, you know to me to looking back it was a good experience but when I was there it was a hell because it's a salesman it's uh, and it's then you have this kind of weather too sometimes <laughs> <in> <laughs> the it summertime and my assignment was in Lake Beaver like cigar freefecture so driving here in the nice weather <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, looking back, it was a good experience because uh, you know it's a r- fresh off the college. N- n- not the c- kids doesn't know anything, but uh, you know you expose. I've been exposed to the real life of the social society, like good, bad, evil. Were you selling to
1: companies or no? Selling
0: to uh, GP practitioners and also. Okay. So you it's, it's an ethical th- drug. It's a prescription drug. So you had to go
1: to many clinics? Yeah, clinics and, and also hospitals.
0: I was in charge of a hospital as well. Okay. So, uh, you, know, you know, knocking on the doors and then everything, but uh, it was a good experience. Was it easy or hard sell? Hard sell. <laughs> what was hard about it? Um, it's hard about it is that uh, the pharmaceuticals are always oversupply, meaning there's a lot of competitions. So um, competing against uh, a well experienced rep in the same territory, is the toughest thing
1: with the same product, yeah, but just or different a similar ma- product, similar different product, different yeah. pr- different yeah, maker. Yeah, 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 that's tough. And uh, also, Do, but during that time, also giving gifts was not against. Uh, you know, they didn't. The government yeah, didn't frown at it. Yeah, at that
0: time, it's in the process you of. You had a to give a The very something. lenient uh, yes. period to the very strict period. It's, right. a, it's a transition period. I know. So when I started, uh, I remember that. Uh, the my first salary was like 11,000 f- uh, uh, yen, 110,000 yen per month. Per month right. Then my manager told me when I my first day, uh, get some uh, advance for your for expen- expenses. So then I asked him how much you have to uh, get advance from you, then it was 10,000 yen. 500,000, which is about five times of my... You <laughs> your month- yeah, your <laughs> yeah. monthly pay. Right. So then... Uh, to uh, get
1: would you get, like, cookies or whatever, gifts
0: cookies, and stuff like that? drinks, and... And, and sometimes just cash. Drinks in the bar. No, yeah, and cash needs to be kind of... Uh, uh, you have After to do build it in a, relationship. A, in a covertly way. Right, right, yeah, But course. build a relationship. But also, most of the time, the cookies and then all these sweets. to the life and, and dinner, lunch, drinks, right. and then... You know, those are the things that play golf and, uh, of course, that's why I, I acquired playing golf. And, and you had
1: to make it your expense,
0: not the company's expense. Company no, expense, of course. It was a company expense. Of course.
1: But you said you had to take a five-month five advance. Yeah, like I mean, you, you, know,
0: you need a cash to pay for those because at that time, the credit card was not really popular at that time. So but the, the company's paying you for this? Yeah, the company allows you to have, like, say, Goju Mayan. Right at the beginning of the month, right. then you spend, then you go collect the receipts, and uh, then they'll give you back yeah, the money. Yeah, yeah, okay, I see, right. I, see, I see. I see. That, okay. that is the system. I that see. Day. Okay. Now nowadays it's a corporate. You uh, can't do that. You can't craig do craig that craig yeah. card. Yeah, you're yeah, right, right.
1: right. Because I came in the medical business mm. in the late '70s yeah. too, and it was just finishing, and I had you went to certain places and they'd say because my equipment I was dealing with big yeah. equipment yeah. they'd say, well my daughter the guy would say the inch of the hospital my daughter needs. Um, an E-Class Mercedes. <laughs> and I go, that's nice to know, <laughs> she's not getting one from me. <laughs> but that's what they were used yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. It, it depends on what the, in yeah, my I was dealing yeah. with the biggest asset they yeah, had. I know,
0: because that was a pharmaceutical particular was a dirty business at that time though, because I think y- when you sell, say, 1,000 capsules to a, a, a doctor, then usually another box comes along with it for free of charge. Plus, uh, 10,000 bill attached on the back of the boxes. boxes. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I was start thinking about how to get this out uh, in in one year. So, uh, you know, uh, I was almost quit the job in third year because I just had it at the time. But at the same time, the the company which I worked for uh, announced that the scholarship program now being implemented. So uh, if you applied and admitted, then uh, the company can send you to the higher education in the United States in in business or law. So I applied. And then, luckily enough, I was picked up. (laughs) So that's why I went to Northwestern's Kellogg Business School. So company sponsorship. Two years? Two years, full time. So that was a turning point of my life.
1: Okay, how how was it a turning point? Tell me
0: because like i was able to get out from the the dirty pharmaceutical rep job at that time not now but at that time right. and then i was uh, given uh opportunity to study uh, business uh, tr- uh, opportunity to an mba from the prestigious american university mm-hmm. and then my net human network my knowledge breadths it's it's so expanded. How did um, it feel when you went to the States? That was your first time going to the States? Yes. yes. What did it feel? Uh, like? Actually, that was the second time, because I spent about 10 weeks in uh, Philadelphia w- uh, in the summer uh, spring break, last spring break, before starting job.
1: Oh, OK. So yeah. you just been there. So you hadn't yeah, been there? Yeah.
0: So the 10 weeks, uh, like, I attended uh, 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 ESL, English. OK, English is second language. Yeah, yeah. study in, in UPenn. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a kind of first spec exposure, so I had a, a sort of reasonable confidence in my communication skills in English. Went to the business school. First day, the, my confidence <laughs> crushed. <laughs> you said I don't know what they're speaking about. What is this? They're using <laughs> business, an- yeah, they're using business yeah, English. Yeah, yeah. So right. uh, the first quarter was really tough. I, I probably don't have any memory of sleeping in the first quarter. I can Maybe I slept and walking, but, uh, you know. Because at that time, you thought a quarter meant the quarter. Yeah, first,
1: <laughs> first <laughs> of you know all. At that time, because you didn't know business, yeah. they're talking about, you know, the months. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so you had to change all the concepts in your head. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. A different yes, way to yeah, look at yeah. it. Yes.
0: Did you have anybody that really helped you along? Yeah, because we have uh, a Japanese other classmates uh, from other uh, company Who'd been there at the same time? Or at the same time, uh, and they
1: were helping you. How could they oh, help we help each other? Oh, okay, yeah, we help each other. Because so, yeah. sometimes I've heard of some people, like when they go to another country, they stay away from the people, like they stay away from Japanese if they're Japanese,
0: because they don't want to speak Japanese. Yeah, they yeah, want to yeah.
1: speak only English.
0: Yeah, uh, that's probably my my thought is I try to make distance, right distance in, in both ways, so that I can acquire American culture, American English and uh, also the American way of life at the same time for academically we need to help each other to to survive in that different environment I see so when I really got yeah yeah we still keep in touch with those uh, those people yes yeah
1: Yeah. so after that what
0: happened after you and then after came back and uh, uh, spent uh, I got assignment in, in one of the departments in a company then naturally i spent two years in business school you speak English. So you know the business then company asked me to go to u.s as an expat. <laughs> so uh, i this is d- the same same company same company yeah okay so uh, they have a u.s service dairy headquarters in new york and then branch office in in west coast so i raised res- i can go to west uh, i can go to u.s but uh, assign me to the west coast <laughs> so i went to the west coast but they sent you as the representative yeah, of their yeah, company, yeah. so you had I full was a branch reign. manager and a representative. Did
1: you have any staff that came along with you? Or actually, did you I was the only guy there. Did <laughs> Re- you
0: report to the New York, my boss. <laughs> did you have to um, recruit staff? Um, no, actually, the business was expanding, so uh, but uh, I didn't have to recruit any staff member until uh, my last part of my assignment in the fifth year, sixth year. So I tried to replace myself with Just American f- local stuff. Okay. So I started the recruiting process in that perspective.
1: What was your job?
0: It was a uh, uh, business development liaison and the managing distributors for... The
1: development with who? Hmm? Do- with who? Just making hospitals aware of your no, product? No, actually the, the
0: product I was dealt with is the the uh, the it's a B2B sales of okay. the, the, the pharmaceutical um, API, active pharmaceutical ingredients to other pharmaceutical oh, companies. Oh, so they need that? Pro- okay. Yeah, so it's a B2B okay. kind of business. Okay. And also uh, there's a, a distributor for uh, uh, food, uh, healthcare, supple- uh, food supplement com- uh, segments. So uh, I need to manage those uh, distributors. Mm. So after you replaced yourself, you came back to Japan? Yeah, yeah, then I recruited the American guy of our competitor <laughs> and <in> sec- <laughs> as my successor. <laughs> and then I left back to Tokyo. Then mm-hmm. after a while, uh, my uh, like six months later, I turned back. Actually, I wanted to really go back to the pharmaceutical pharmaceutical business sector of the company because I was in in a not in the pharmaceutical. It's it's a fringe of the pharmaceutical. It's it's a more like a biochemical uh, group of the business. So I really wanted to go back to the pharmaceutical uh, business of the same company, but uh, uh, there was no position available. So I was assigned again to the same position that I was uh, same same uh, business unit that I was. Uh, before before I went to the United States, so I kind of get bored. And then six months later, my boss called me and then, said please, I have uh, something to talk to you. Then, could you go to uh, Düsseldorf? Assign new assignment. And then I said I think about it. And then next day I said, no, thank you, because <laughs> I knew that I will do repeat wh- what I did in the U.S. in in the U.S. for six months. So there's no opportunity, no interest, no curiosity drives me to go there. When you finished
1: that company, did you go to an, what other company? Yeah, actually, did you go to
0: the, 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 when I was, uh, uh, you know, when I said I, I'm not going to the district loft, then I was, I was still hanging around a company, but the executive search firm approached me and uh, i i think i can say the name of the company yeah, sure. is corn ferry, Korn ferry uh, seno okay, san. okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> not only the company actually but the he guy that he they don't he talk
0: became to. a very famous person now he published uh, a book and uh, he's been doing all these lectures everywhere okay. But actually he invited uh, i invited him to our uh, uh, Talked to my Rotary Club the other day, really? okay. Yeah, but anyhow, uh, he said that there's a good opportunity for you to, to consider for the American subsidiary of the ja- uh, Japanese, Japanese subsidiary of the American Healthcare Company. So I uh, jumped on it and then I started as a sort of middle manager of that American company called Baxter Healthcare and then uh, uh, once you sort of cross the line then you receive a call constantly from the headhunters.
1: <laughs> what do you mean? Once you use uh, a headhunter, uh, yeah, why?
0: Well, w- once you cross from a Japanese company to the oh. American gotcha. you're company, wait, oh. right, right. and now you're I- really you keep you're receiving calls from the... because I'm in the market. Right, now you're yeah, in the market. Yeah, so you know. every two or three years or so, I sort of uh, uh, moved to different positions every time, make sure that I do go up the ladder. (laughs) So uh, starting from Baxter, then go to Alcon, that's an eye care company. And then I switched a little bit to the uh, basic science side from the clinical, because I was in the clinical side, but uh, uh, the third one is called uh, Affymetrix, which is the Gene chip company. It's a basic research tool f- for uh, gene analysis, and uh, it was a quite a sexy technology. The, on the human genome is, is on the chip. So this had to be in what the 90s? 20, uh, 20, two oh, th- 20, about 2000.
1: 2000. okay. Yeah.
0: so it was wow. a sexy technology which revolutionized the basic research of the biology. And then I, it, it's a Silicon Valley startup and then they wanted to start up in Japan. So uh, I started, I took the job to start up Japan operation for them. So I was there for three years and it was uh, quite a ride and it's its a, it's a good experience, but uh, it's a Silicon Valley company. Then they think that they can do business Silicon Valley way, anywhere in the world. And it didn't happen. <laughs> it didn't happen. So I was kind of burned out and uh, between Silicon Valley way of business versus Japanese academia, sort of uh, traditional way of doing business. So, thirty year uh, I had enough. I'm sorry, I'm leaving. So I left.
1: There's so many companies yeah. around the world that come here and don't understand how Japan does business. Yeah, I think that's something that people like yourself and like me can help many people to yes. Forci- yes. to bring that bridge yeah. together because yeah. they don't get it. I think the the one of the
0: major, you know. Th- Issue w- or for many of the American or European companies that they don't respect the idiosyncrasies of Japanese business because I think to me, bringing cultural aspect into business is not right way because I think business is business is business everywhere and uh, you know have to make money by offering your service or products to be accepted by the customers in the local area then you make money that's that's it, but there are kind of subtle idiosyncrasies you need to live with that and then they don't understand. I try to explain that but uh, you know they have no, they don't have any often no willingness to accept the differences and uh, also uh, the the imagination of something being done in a different way in other parts of the world is not embraced by the other people so uh, but other side of the coin is like person like me or you that's the value that we can give to them so uh, we can
1: be that conduit exactly because so we say okay
0: you can believe what you want to believe let me get it done yeah so (laughs) that's what I position myself and uh, even after I left my corporate life I've been helping uh, American company or emerging technology American European companies crack into Japan based on my knowledge
1: that's what you're doing now. yes
0: and also the venture capital business, but uh, I think uh, that's what I'm doing. It, uh, I'm help. I've helped uh, five, six uh, emerging technologies companies in, in Jap- uh, from the U.S. get into Japan because mm-hmm. many of the uh, well-established, uh, big-name American European companies have their own infrastructure here, then they don't need me, my help. But uh, if uh, you are small, still emerging, then you don't know how to do it. But do you, they receive inquiries from the uh, top-notch scientists from japan they wanted to develop japan so i can help you that's <laughs> good to know yeah. you heard it here <laughs> <laughs> Sato will help you with the yes, things yes, you want to work yes. on actually sure i'll
1: make sure you I'll put connections so you can contact mm-hmm. him in the description of this podcast yeah. you'll be able to get the information yeah. so you can contact mm-hmm. him because the thing is a lot of people that we're dealing with that i have on the podcast are in that position and I think this can be a bridge. Yeah, a lot of stuff yeah. we do, even though we don't just promote that, but the thing I want people to understand is the type of person you are. And they can hear that when they go through your life. That makes all the difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before I end the podcast, Sado, yeah. I always have a question I like to ask. Sure. Oh, you know
0: what it is?
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. If you could go back in time, yeah. you've already answered in a way, but if you could go back in time and meet the younger Sado, what advice would you give him and how old would he be? I would
0: say i go back to my college days. And then advice was to try hard to find out what you like to do for the rest of the life. Then I could have been focused on things which I can achieve that goal. But at that time, my mind was still drifting right, left, up, down. I was not able to determine what I really wanted to do. So I was not able to focus on, focus well. I was, I, I, at least I would do it well, but I think if I could have more focus, and also the clear, sharp goal in my mind, I could have done. I wouldn't say better, but I could have done different way. So that's my advice. Wow! <laughs> thank you so much. Thank so you. So. Thank you, <laughs> thank you for wonderful. having me here. For sure. Enjoy.
1: Yes. I want to thank all of you for watching this podcast. Make sure you press like and subscribe. And never forget, it's all unknown. So continue to reach for the stars. Because you are too
0: blessed to be stressed.